Good morning. Happiest Thursday. We hope everybody's doing well. Today's Shi'ur is dedicated to Nishmat Binyamin Ben Yitzchak, Yehuda Ben David, Rinat Malka Badan, Shimon Ben Yishael, Yitzchak Ben Shalomo, Yaakov Ben Moshe, Yoshua Ben Yitzchak, Binyamin Ben David, Rachel Bat Yosef, Osnat Bat Yehuda, and Yaakov Ben Binyamin. We are learning about a choleh, a person who is sick. Peleoetz is teaching us first and foremost about Bikur Cholim. There's a mitzvah to visit uh, those who are sick and it's one of the greatest mitzvot that a person enjoys the benefits both in this world and in the next world. Hashem saves and reserves the primary reward of this mitzvah for the world to come. And Hashem additionally gives you uh, extra benefits in, in this world. You have dividends in this world all the time. So the last point that Pele Yoetz makes is that it also allows us the opportunity to do more mitzvot. Number one, it brings humility to a person to see you know, what's the state of being that every person is going to get to one day? To, you know, to be dependent on Hashem for his or her life. And that should bring humility to a person that all of us end up in the same place. Every single person, man and woman. Appreciate, appreciate everything we have, appreciate our families, appreciate our spouse, appreciate our siblings, our children, our parents. And it gives a person the opportunity to do tzedakah and to help others do tzedakah for somebody who is in need. We're towards the end of the first paragraph. How, how good would it be for a community? To designate uh, rotations and shifts. That two people at a time at certain shifts of the day will go to visit the sick, that it's your job uh, based on we're going to have two people um, that every day are going to in the community who are going to visit the sick and we will set them on a rotation by lottery or, uh, or however it is. And if the person has his time that he's supposed to be visiting the sick, if it's his designated time and he doesn't go, he has to pay a fine. <laughs> And that way, great, tremendous merit will be brought to the community. Because unfortunately, if not for that, uh, if, if we don't organize and push people to take care of the sick and to visit the sick, Yetzirah is very strong, and the Yetzirah says, ah, it's a big stress, you go out of your way, you have to uh, take out time for your, from your day. Take out, it, the Yetzirah does not allow a person to fulfill this tremendous mitzvah, and the great zikhur it has, particularly, particularly, as Peleoet said, the worst place that a community can get to is that people say, when the, when the rich person has a headache, everybody's asking about him. But if a person is not wealthy, and, and who's, the, who's the one visiting him? Who's the one taking care of him? We have to take care of everybody, and we have to care for everybody. And therefore, Pele Yoet says, make it a community obligation on people 
in even set a rotation. They should open their eyes, they should open their hands. And to help them out in any way when it comes to their medical needs. Help bring him back to his health, help be a part of it. Uh, if, if they need insurance, if they need access to the right doctors. If they need food, if they need any other kind of support, to be there to help them. Ki amekayem nefesh achat mi Israel kiilu kiyem olam male. A person who revives and and helps even one soul, even one Jew, it's as if he has helped an entire world, as if he's he's uh, taking care of an entire world. You have reward both in this world and in the next world. Now, I should note also, it's brought up in the laws of Bikur Cholim, that yes, it's a mitzvah, a hundred percent, it's a mitzvah, and we have to visit the sick, but it's also very important to be um, in consultation uh, with the sick and with the family to make sure that you're not going at a time that is difficult for them and at a time that you're disturbing them. It, it should be, it's, it's very, very important because people just think, go, a lot of times. People just think, go. You have to make sure that it's at an appropriate time and it's at a time that they're prepared and that they're ready to receive visitors. Uh, so that's a very important part of the mitzvah of Bikur Cholim. Or mitzvah another part of the mitzvah Peleyo, it says, To remind him to pray. To remind the person who is sick that they have to pray, that they have to do teshuvah, and that they should do vidui. So we talk about saying vidui. Uh, there's a halakha for the, to say just like we do in our slichot and just like we do every day to say ana and to confess our avonot, our sins, and to do teshuvah and to say that bezrat Hashem, if I live, I'm never going to do it again, uh, and I'm going to keep Hashem's Torah 100 percent. Uh, it's a mitzvah to say vidui, so that it, and 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 when we tell the choleh to say vidui. Not to scare him, chas v'shalom. Not to scare him, right? <laughs> and not to scare him, because right? people get afraid. You have to say it. It says in Shulchan Aruch. It says in the Halachot. You have to tell him harbei tvadu velometu. And he says there are many people who did vidui, and in that zechut they lived, right? And in that zechut they were able to live there. And and if a person you know has to return his neshama to Hashem, you have the opportunity to return your neshama pure. 100% pure. So you have to say vidui. There's a minhag to say Shema Yisrael also. Um, to, to bring, we're going to talk about soon, bring a rabbi to say uh, Shema Yisrael. But the person himself, if the chola himself is conscious and understanding and, and capable of saying the vidui themselves, they should do it themselves. He or her should be saying it themselves. Nechen, alamitvot, and also to remind them about the mitzvot hanoagot amid, the mitzvot that we can do all the time. Kigon Amazon. They should pray. There's no reason why they shouldn't pray if they can't. To put on tzitzit if they're able to. To put on tefillin if they're able to while they're in the hospital. Ubirkat Amazon to say Birkat Amazon on the the food that they're bringing them in the hospital. Vechol Birkat to say the brachot before the food as well. To, you know if they're bringing them bread that they should say you know help them wash their hands. Help them, help them say hamotzi. The, they're bringing them drinks. They should say, say shehakol before they eat and drink. Usvirata omer. If it's the time of the omer, that they should say the bracha of the omer. 
וכדומה, ולומר עמו סדר וידוי ולסדר לו תפילה קצרה, לפי מה שהוא אדם. According to how much they're capable and the time that they're able to focus during the day, a person has to pray every day, whether we're healthy or whether, we're, whether a person we shouldn't know of is sick. So to remind them, say tefillah to Hashem. Oh, this is a, a big deal also. That if uh, there are business matters that are unresolved and that people aren't aware of, he should settle them as much as he can. Uh, so if there's people who owe him money, or there are people who he owes money to, that he should let you know, he should write it down, he should try to clear it up as much as possible because there's a lot of suffering and a lot of challenges that occur that sometimes a person uh, passes away and then nobody has any idea what's going on. So, so somebody owes them money, nobody knows that, that they owe them money and the, the family loses out on it. Or if he owes money to somebody else and he, ha- and he has to pay them and then they have to come and it's very uncomfortable for them uh, to show and to have to prove, you know, they, they owed me money and how do you prove it? So all of the financial matters, uh, both with regards to, again, who they owe money to, who owes money to them, inheritances and how they want their inheritance to be distributed after they pass away, all of these things a person has to take care of while they're alive. Um, so remind him if he hasn't yet. It's very important. A person should try to do some of these things before a person uh, is sick and before a person is in need and in that place. But it's very, very important for a person to have these matters taken care of and resolved. Oh, are we at the time already? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a tremendous kindness that a person does to the sick because if the neshama goes up to shamayim and all of these financial matters are unresolved uh, it causes a lot of problems and it causes pain to the neshama also it causes suffering to him it causes suffering to her so encourage them and push them to make sure that all of these financial matters should should be resolved and that itself might bring him healing for, for himself. Praiseworthy and happy is the person who uh, executes all of this. This is also part of the mitzvah of the rabbi. It's part of the responsibility of the rabbanim. Very often the rabbis are able to be eloquent. Uh, with, with the sick that they visit. It's worthwhile to, to grab onto this mitzvah and to grab onto these opportunities. Rabbanim need mitzvot as well, also, right? So you, you never know what zechur it'll bring. And the patient, the person who's in the hospital, the person who's sick, he needs it. It's, it's mamash, it brings life to them, to have visitors. For every person who comes to visit them, it gives them strength. It gives them strength. It's a known statistic. It's a very known statistic in the hospital that the patients who have visitors and who have people living there have a much, much higher rate of, of getting better. Uh, more quickly uh, and getting out, of, get out, getting out of the hospital as opposed to, you shouldn't know, every time you go to the hospital, every time you see there are some patients that eh, they're, they're just lying down there and nobody, nobody to take care of them. It's very, very sad. It hurts you. 
It hurts you when you see it. So mitoch shehu mukeh lokim monei kanale babo, and to and. At that point, it's a tremendous opportunity for the sick himself, the Peleoites is going to say. But the visitor also, when the visitor comes and visits the sick, he himself is going to become humble, or she herself will become humble. And you do Teshuvah yourself. Right? This is the month of Elul, the month of Elul especially. It's a good opportunity. It's a time where we have to learn about life, and we have to learn how to appreciate life. The ultimate way that we could do it is by visiting the sick. In the hospital, and your teshuvah will bear fruit. Now, what happens if the person who is sick can they get to their final moments? So, what do we have to do if someone is present there in the final moments? First of all, kohen's not allowed to be in the room. There's a kohen, a kohen cannot, unless it's an immediate relative um, who he has to bury. Um, but if it's not an immediate relative who he has to bury, a kohen is not allowed to be in the room. But mitzvah acherim alav, the mitzvah of other people is na'amor to stay there. You're not allowed to leave. If somebody is not a kohen and there's someone who's passing away or someone is present in that moment, you're required to be there. You, you're not allowed to, many people don't know this. You're not allowed to leave the room during the final moments. Uh, try to read Pesukim, read Shema Yisrael in those moments. Uh, continue to read the Vidui, read Tehillim while you're there. Uh, read, he, has a, he has a set of uh, prayers that you can say. Yeah, even if you're saying before he passes away, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, after no. The prayers that you say in those moments can make it easier for the neshama to go up so that he shouldn't be in pain or she shouldn't be in pain um, in that moment. But you're also not allowed to touch them. Many people also don't know that. You cannot, right before, no, right before a person passes away, you're not allowed to touch them. You're not allowed to touch them. The, the Gemara says that if it hastens or causes the person to pass away any sooner, it's like committing murder. It's like committing murder. It's very good. How do you know right before? I mean, some, some people they say he's about to leave and it's going to be like a month. And then it could be there for hours. It could be there for. So you don't always know, but but generally you haven't. Generally the doctors will give you an. Very, very often the doctors will give you an, an indication. You don't know 100%, but you do have. You have an idea. But these are but these are mitzvot that we all have to be aware of, and and some of the the greatest and most important mitzvot. Again, so when a person is there during those moments and during that time, first of all, it's a mitzvah to be there. It's a mitzvah to be in the room. It's a mitzvah to be praying there at that time. But also, you cannot touch them. You cannot you cannot touch them unless it's a doctor who's trying to save them or you're trying to 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 do a procedure to save them. It doesn't. It, it hurts them. I, I've heard some explain it. Again, in, when you read it in the Gemara and the Mishnah, it says it's like committing murder. If it's something that, that hastens the death, it's like committing murder. I've heard others, they explain it. They say that the Neshama is ready to go up, the Neshama is prepared to go to Hashem, and it needs to fly. It needs to fly like a bird. And if you're holding him, or you're, trying, you're, not, you're not letting it go up, and it causes them, causes them extra pain. So it so that so a lot of people don't know it that you can't touch them in those moments, okay? But Bezrat Hashem, we should only have good news to share, and we should only have. Good news. And, well, have a wonderful, happiest Thursday.